Dan's Drive and Double Feature presents One Minute with European Zombies, circa 1980, episode 15. Hey everyone, it's Dan. Did you like that, that pregnant dramatic pause I put in there? It's good stuff. A good pause is always... You can have too long of a pause sometimes, though, can't you? Anyways, what was I saying? Welcome to the the show. We're talking about 1980s Zombie Lake, 1980s Burial Ground, J.R. and A.B. No, what am I calling them? Andy. Uh, Two super fun, in their own special way, uh, start of the uh, 80s, post-Dawn of the Dead, post-Zombie zombie films yay and where are we now we are on minute 15 of zombie lake the second young woman has been killed by nazi zombies it looks a bit like the people kind of know what's happening here there's a crowd of people around the mayor's office apartment bungalow i I don't know what it is and a bunch of guys uh have set this woman's body down and the mayor was just talking about how if there's anything strange the police will look into it this that and the other and now it's time for minute 15 come on in listen gazi I know how you feel about your poor daughter. Yeah, I know. Come here. Now be nice and tell me once again what you saw last night. I want all the details you can remember. I don't know if there's a a term for whatever Howard Vernon has caught by this time. As I may have mentioned uh, on previous ones, his brief cameo in Ogroff, which is a few years after this, he's a little feistier, but he has, I don't know, what do we call it, Jess Francoitis? The, the Jess Franco syndrome? Frank, you know, Franco, 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 I was going to say Francostein. That doesn't make any sense. But some sort of thing that you pick up from playing Dr. Orloff too much and, and appearing as really relaxed vampires in Dracula Prisoner Frankenstein still one of my favorite just Franco films he's got this thing when he's the mayor where he's I mean maybe it's it's the town and they're by a lake and everything's lazy and it's the French countryside whatever it is I guess that's where it is oh we'll probably learn later do we learn later I don't remember but there's such a laziness to it. I mean, there already is a laziness to it, but there's a difference between a laziness with a gentleman in, but geez, I don't even know how old Howard Vernon was at this time. Uh, Dr. Orloff was 20 years before this. I mean, he's probably 60. I would say probably 60, maybe even older. And, you know, he's in a nice suit and he's got a blue tie with spots on it. Actually, I wrote that down. I have a lovely blue spotted tie. Thank you. Good night. And there's something different between watching him move along calmly and not really doing anything and a beautiful naked woman, or probably a beautiful naked anyone uh, in that, for that matter. Uh, maybe not a beautiful naked Howard Vernon, but you may differ on that. But yeah, he's, he's the main focus of this minute, 
and he um apart from a very long moment where the the father of the the woman who's been killed takes a long long look at her and you think he's about to cry but it lingers on him so long and he's he's not crying that after a time it looks like it started to look like maybe he ate something a little too spicy and he's doing one of those slow, like in cartoons when they would eat something spicy you know they sit there and hey, yeah i'm fine i'm absolutely fine I'm, wow and the ca- the camera cuts away right before his face turns bright red and he goes wow and that's what it looks like to me it looks like i've eaten this baguette someone slipped a ghost pepper in there and now it's starting to hit me i'm trying to keep it together trying to keep the cut boom but the rest of it's Howard Vernon. He welcomes... Uh, well, I forget. I didn't write the guy's name down, unfortunately. Uh, it doesn't really matter what the guy's name was. He welcomes the guy in whose, whose daughter has been killed and kind of gives a look at the crowd like, are you the extras for Zombie Lake? As if they were shooting another like Eurocine film right down the street. And he's thinking like, uh, you should be in the Oasis of the Zombie set. Or, you know, um, Cannibal Terror is shooting down at the docks. Uh, and this ain't Sinful Dwarf. Sinful Dwarf isn't a a Eurocine movie. Maybe it should be. But where was I? Oh, yes, we welcome in, and there's an interesting bit of dialogue, jiggery-pokery, when it comes to the French and English. In the English, he says, we know how much you love your daughter. The guy says, I know. In French, the mayor says, all our lives could be in danger. And the guy says, I know. So it's kind of like he's, it, it, it's kind of like in one of them, he's slightly kind of trying to reassure the guy and is very bad at it. He's, he's, he's bad in the English dub. He's as bad at reassuring that gentleman who just lost his daughter as the priest in winter light is of assuring Max von Sydow that there is a reason for him to live. There's a reason he should not commit suicide. And that, you know, granted in, um, it's a little sharper in Winterlight, if I remember correctly, uh, when Max von Sydow's character is really like at his lowest moments and it's just like that he doesn't want to live. And the priest says, well, we have to live. And he just, Max just looks up and says, why must we live? And it's very affecting. It's just like for that one, and the priest's got nothing. Luckily, everyone's so boring in Zombie Lake Town when the mayor says whatever it is he says, whether we're all going to die with whatever's happening. I, I mean, I think with the French one, obviously it's, hey man, keep, keep this under your hat as best you can since you just brought your daughter through the center of town where everyone saw her and she has this big bite taken out of her neck, chunk taken out of her neck with a, by a bite. Keep it calm. You know, all our lives could be in danger. I think the all our lives could be in danger is helpful because it implies like our thought is wait a minute so why are the nazi zombies rising out of there now but if it's happened before possibly and maybe it's sort of happening again then the french dub works better if it's i don't even know if it's a dub is it's the actual dialogue i i I haven't i haven't really listened to the i've just read the subtitles but the english dub is more what you'd think it's and and as such it's completely useless for for what's going on which i love to bits so yeah so this guy goes out grolnik medic medchik medchin i i don't know I can't, I don't remember this guy's name. I could see it. It's one word. There are like five letters. I think there's a G and a K in it. Gretic. God, to hell with it. How are you guys? No, uh, so that's the, that's most of the minute there. And then the end of the minute is a beautiful shot of some trees. And then the camera pans down. There's like a little bridge type thing, which doesn't really seem to be going over anything, but it probably is. And I just missed it. And the mayor is sitting on the, on the uh, wall 
of the bridge and it's not a high bridge he's not like he's not like humpty dumpty or like a village idiot he's not like 20 feet off the ground going he's it's like you know six feet off the six feet it's not even that high it's four feet three feet he's harvard vernon's probably six feet and this is like three four feet and he's sitting on it and two kids rush up and he kind of puts his arms on the uh, shoulders you know and says tell me exactly what it was you saw last night in every detail and then the minute ends and the great thing about the end of this minute is when you look at the kids' faces, they look like the extras in the previous scene. As in, as as if, you know, like maybe 50% of their mind knows, we're in a movie, we're in a movie. And possibly this guy's a fairly well-known actor in, in these sort of circles. But the other 50% of their mind seems to be saying, what just happened? Why did this old guy just grab our shoulders and ask us to tell him every detail of what we remembered? What is going on? And if you watch, as Howard Vernon is talking, watch the kids' faces. Because they're looking at him, then they're looking at each other, and they have this look on their face like, Countdown to acting. Five, four, three, two, one. Act. But then before they have to actually act, that we cut away. Uh, well, we don't cut away the minute ends. We, I cut away. That's what happens. So I don't know. I, I'm loving it for, for the thought of the next minute where it's just going to be like two, two very bad kid actors with probably women dubbing their voices. Well, Mayor, we saw the zombie and he came out of the lake and he was a Nazi. Oh, boy. Oh, shucks. Golly gee whiz. What decade is this set in? I don't know. But so we're going to have to see next minute. That's our cliffhanger. I'm writing that down. That is our cliffhanger. You know if your last name is Hanger, what you'd name your kid, right? Uh, so that's that's the end of minute, I don't even know, 15 of Zombie Lake. And now let us dive into minute 15, a burial ground. Uh, folks have had some stuff to eat, and they are beginning to uh, get up and sort of meander around the grounds. And it's, I think it's afternoon. It also might be evening. It's a little tough to say. But anyways, let's, let's, let's hit the grounds. The burial grounds. It's a bit of a walk, but I think you'll enjoy it. Michael, aren't you coming with us? what we get in this minute we get evelyn michael and the owner of the place whose name i no longer remember darling uh, uh they're going to to the uh, professor's pavilion which is some distance away to look at some of his the stuff he's dug up uh james and who i think is the writer the guy with the mustache and his gal uh what are you doing you nut i always get that line wrong would you know what are you wearing you nut 
uh, they're out in the middle of a big field, and it's it's odd because the camera's very far. They kind of um, do that thing where sort of they rush in sort of in front of the camera, sort of away from us, and their backs are to us. And then they kind of move move to the right as we kind of pan along with them. And there's a weird moment where she kind of stands on something, and she goes, "James, look at me!" And she throws her arms back, and then it immediately cuts to a fountain, and the photographer and the blonde. Uh, who has the premonitions earlier, uh, and he is taking pictures of her, and he's got male pattern baldness big time. And she's lovely. I hope he's got a good lens on there because he seems to be standing about 30, 40 feet away from her. Uh, he, he's standing on the other side of this large fountain, but he's like 10 feet away from the fountain. So I don't know, 30 feet away or something. I guess he's probably got a really good lens. I don't... I always love when they take pictures and things like this. I mean, look look at look, uh, Dawn of the Mummy. Hey! Uh, which is... Which is super funnish and when you're in the right mood dawn of the mummy is the perfect film to see the problem is you don't know if you're in the mood to see it until you're done watching it and then you go that was the right film to watch right now but if you're watching you're not in the mood you go this is wrong but then you know what i mean so i i love yeah i love watching photographers and stuff in uh, i think i told you guys this uh, in 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 I was an extra once a long time ago, 20 freaking years ago, on a pilot. I think it was supposed to be for like a Dallas Dynasty type show, um, sort of a, a primetime soap opera kind of thing with like a some sort of wealthy political family or something like that. And we were shooting an all, we were doing an all night shoot at sort of like a press conference dinner gala kind of thing. And I remember the like the wife of the politician was Anne Margaret, who I met and was very nice. But I was. I was the photographer. So I was like, as they are coming in, it was like there were two people to my right, like uh, with like a, uh, someone had a camera, someone had a boom mic, there was someone else standing there with a the mic, like they were a porter. And I had the camera, and I was just raising it up and acting like I was saying, look over here, look over, do this. And I've taken photography courses, I've taken two years of photography courses. I'm not very good at it, um, but I, I, my 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 eye always exceeds what I can do with the camera. I always like in my mind I go, this is going to be brilliant. And then when I look at it, I think, why did that turn out so wrong? Having said that, uh, having denigrated my own photography skills, uh, I sort of more or less knew where to point the camera. But I love a lot of times where you just you you're seeing this guy and he's like, shouldn't he be closer to her? I, I think I get what he's doing, but I just feel like with all that water falling in front of her, you're really not going to get a clear look at her unless this is just like, you know, we're doing a series of shots say around the area and we're just going to do one of you in front of the fountain, then one behind the fountain where you can't see your face, but we know what your face looks like, so it doesn't matter. I don't know, but I love it regardless of what's going on. So that's pretty much it. You get you get well. I take that back. There are four moments in this. First one with the one couple. Then you get the uh, the third segment is with that second couple. And the fourth segment is with this couple. And that's how the minute ends. You may have been able to tell from the music when the zombies begin to slowly creep out of the graves. And you may have also been able to tell from the music the exact moment when we cut from the zombies to James and his gal gallivanting through a field. That would be the moment when you hear the eerie synths play and then all of a sudden there's like a and then the well done sound editor i don't know if that was something like i i don't know if that was something just if the soundtrack was old and it was just it was a sort of bad edit made worse over time or whether it was just simply a bad edit i mean yes it does very clearly delineate that 
even though the zombies are coming to eat them, they're still having fun. I do like that. There is something about the 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 sh- I mean the the sh- almost shock musical cue change there. That's like you know. You know, because there's no segue from one to the other. It's just, now play this, stop it, now play this, which is kind of fun. You know, it's not fully the way one does that sort of thing, but that's why we're talking about this movie, and that's why I'm not talking about, say, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Actually, I think someone already covered Raiders of the Lost Ark in this. That's why I'm, I'm talking Zombie Lake. As far as I know, we're okay. Uh, so, yeah, then the zombies are creeping out. It's great because they're sort of classic like some of the zombies have really gross masks on and like hand gloves like like decaying hand gloves decaying hand gloves sold by kenner did kenner what was kenner were they toys i forget i don't even know why i said that um and then other people are just like people with just like a little face stuff on them of course if these are ancient etruscans then they should all be super rotted and falling apart there should be anyone who looks fresh unless they ha- like the zombies in zombie lake they have been killing mm, maybe huh mm, uh, uh, i don't know we do get a great close-up on michael's face as he michael are you, are you, are you gonna come with us you know whatever and michael's eyes kind of go shift over and you think this little boy is 400 years old he's a little gnome with a kick-ass haircut and probably great jammies did we see his jammies i don't think we did I guess that's about it from this minute. I I, I, I just want to say again that um, two two more things. I absolutely love that music with the, with the zombies. I love it because when we see the people and they're doing their music, da, 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 you know, it's like we're having fun. Da, 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 da. You know, were this another movie, and were Edvig Finech? Is that how you finay finesh? Um, were if she were in it. Um, then maybe or Barbara Boucher, you know, one of those, oh, the gal from Lady Frankenstein, uh, whose name I'm blanking on at the moment, I'll think of it soon, you know her, dark hair, she's in, she's Lady Frankenstein, she was also in Slaughter Hotel, <sighs> I'm not going to make you sit around while I try to remember her name, but you, you almost think like, if one of those women shows up, this is going to be sexy time all the time, but you know they're not going to show up, and the great contrast between it, like the zombies will get them, we know the zombies will get them no matter how slowly it's like it's like the veil in the heaven sent episode of doctor who the doctor knows the veil will get him no matter how large the castle is so the doctor's smart so he can begin timing you know how long it will take the veil to get to him and can go to certain spots in the castle and not be bothered for a few hours these people aren't so smart as far as we can tell so these slow ambling rambling zombies will get them and i just love that music that perfectly matches how calm it is you know we're up now it's daytime it's not even nighttime you know we're not attacking at night we attack whenever we want so we're up now and we're walking and we are going to eat you two more things i i added another thing i i like how when these six people and michael show up at the place uh you know and they're kind of all together and they're all kind of you know rhubarb 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 talking to go into place then immediately all the couples are separated for a few minutes and then boom we're in the dining room and they're together for two minutes now boom they're all separated again so we have no concept of their relationships towards each other are they friends are the guys friends are the gals friends bring along are they all friends together are they we, we have no concept of that nor do we really need it all we need to know is the zombies are going to eat them yeah and the other thing is final thing then we'll wrap it up 
the Severin Blu-ray looks so nice. I mean, look at that shot in the fountain at the end of the minute. That is gorgeous. Look, look. I always like to. I always say like, and and there there are plenty of Blu-rays of films that I adore, like um, The Redeemer or uh, Sasquatch or uh, Neon Maniacs has some of it. Uh, where, where there are certain Blu-rays that um, don't have the full-on depth of field. It's basically we're preserving. Um, several of the AGFA releases have that. We're preserving this film. You know, this is the last print ever, so we're preserving it. So it doesn't have sort of like the detail and the depth of field, but boy, I love a blue that has the depth of field on it. And actually, I would say rather than the fountain shot, look at the shot with James and the gal. James, look at me. Look how far back into the grounds you can see. I mean, you can see so far back. I I think you can see them making another zombie movie back there. I can't I can't quite say for certain, but I think if you look way in the back, you'll see another crew looking at us, watching them, and they're making, I don't know, when was it? No, no, that was French. I was going to say uh, JR's uh, zombie film was the year before, Grapes of Death. Uh, they're, they, you know, I, I, maybe they're shooting some forest scenes for one of the zombie movies. I don't know, but I, lo- I just love how far back you can see. I think it's awesome. Having said that, I'm going to wrap up this minute because I've talked for far too long and I want you all to listen to this. That was another one of those pauses I talked about earlier. I feel like that one, you're going to have to get back to me and tell me whether that was a good pause or that one was too long. Listen to this. (laughs) 